Welcome back, everybody. Uh, today happens to be May 20th, which is the day one year ago when I actually started the show. So without realizing it until about uh, half a minute ago that I'm doing a show on the same day that I started my show, please welcome to the program wonderful independent filmmakers, Tyler Parks and Tiffany Littlejohn. Hey, Alan, thanks for having us. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Yeah, and uh, thanks for waking up uh, early. I know you guys are on the West Coast. I'm central, so it's a little <laughs> it's a little easier for me. So the reason why we have you both on is because you have a very cool web series coming out May 24th called Indemnity, The Rabbit Hole. And I want to learn all about it. I want our folks to know about it. We're going to put a trailer right below as well as the link. So please go follow there and uh, let's find out more. So uh, tell us, I know you're both uh, on the creative uh, team, so I'll start with the ladies. Uh, Tiffany, what is this web series all about? This web series um, was a quarantine project um, from the mind of my friend here, Tyler Parks. He had the idea to create a project that was, it started out really small, um, but the gist of it is um, a show that takes place in 2022. Um, about an off-grid tech whiz who is on the run. Um, and the world that we've created is mandated vaccines, total surveillance, digital currency, and his goal is to save his sister who's been kidnapped by this pharmaceutical company um, who's tracking his every move and his parents are involved in this company. Um, and so just of it is, um, off-grid tech whiz, self-proclaimed reality theorist, receives a package in the mail, and he's sent on a journey to find his AWOL appearance before the vaccine mogul Delilah Green forces their return. And Austin, which is played by Tyler Parks, tries to calm his anxiety through weekly therapy sessions with Dr. Charlotte Walker, who doesn't always see eye to eye. With the aid of his best friend, Cat Frederick, a modern-day Robin Hood, Austin navigates this world where cash is obsolete and indemnity points are the only form of currency. Got it. So basically, during the height of the pandemic, when you had time to reflect and do something, you decided to go dark. <laughs> <laughs> you decided to see what would it be like if it's even worse now, right? <laughs> basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, the show is, it was basically around this what if theory, like what if everything hits the fan? Um, what happens? How do we function? How do we live? And, and what are our new perspectives about this? Uh, not only things involving, you know, the medical field, vaccines and, and things, but also with censorship and with, you know, we know Bitcoin's becoming a big deal. What happens when all of that becomes solidified? And, mm -hmm our society yeah and uh how did the name come about i actually you know i feel like a dumbass because i had to look up exactly what indemnity meant uh realizing that i knew it all along and i actually have insurance that is indemnity insurance for my business but how did the name come about for you oh well uh, let's yeah, yeah. Let's continue with that. yeah. Oh, oh me oh sorry <laughs> Well, actually, um, this is actually from the great mind of uh, Tiffany Littlejohn. Uh, okay. When, you know, when I kind of approached her with this random 3 a.m. musing thought about this show, um, she like dove headfirst into it. Um, and I just remember reading the first draft um, of the first episode 
and she was like it's not finished yet so you know just you know be kind and i was like no i'm sure it's great which it was but the one thing that struck me was this idea of indemnity points and it was like what is that and she was like you know it's our currency it's how everything uh works and how everything moves um and so as we went through the show the, the original title was something completely different but as we, we filmed the show and it just kind of kept coming back and i was like tiff i think the show's name should be indemnity it is about the, how the world is really set up um about how these points affect everything and we also had to look up what indemnity meant as well but basically you know it is this kind of form of a contract it's this form of we give you this and you get and, you know you give us this whatever it may be you know um if we want to think on in very plain terms it's almost like a barter system it, you know whereas you know they'll give you something as an incentive as long as you're using it or buying it or not complaining about it you're good and i think that's what the world kind of revolves around is this um idea of how these points are affecting what people do how they function if they are able to live yeah and then uh tiffany in terms of uh, kind of the writing of it did it start out uh where you already knew that it was going to be a series or did you think of it as a you know short and then it kind of evolved from there well it definitely started out as a series um like tyler said when he had this idea he presented presented it to me and said hey you know i think i have this idea for this web series and initially it was just supposed to be four characters very small all the actors would film themselves in their apartments um but as we started developing it we were like it just kind of kept getting bigger and bigger so we knew all along that it would be a series but we didn't realize that it would kind of morph into what it is now which is like you know i think 21 actors went from started from four to like 21 so definitely knew it would be that um but i think I think we we're just amazed at how we were able to kind of create this world and kind of get everybody to kind of get on board with it. Um, you know, at the last minute, I, you know, Tyler had the idea at the beginning of September of 2020, and I started writing like you know mid September, and we finished finished I'd say like maybe early November, and we had to still cast, we had to find a crew, all of that like within weeks. And really, no time to prep, no time to meet with the DP, no time to do rehearsals. And I think we're just amazed at how we were able to kind of get it all together. So it's definitely, you know, something that we're proud of, um, and just kind of still like, I can't believe we did this, you know. And as you should, and that's again, it kind of dives into what independent movie making is like, or you know, a series making is like, is guys uh, and girls just getting together and saying let's do this and thankfully the technology is there now where we can actually develop a product and we can go through the whole thing you obviously still need to have money you need to go through the whole process of casting as you mentioned getting the crews out the equipment is <laughs> awfully expensive uh so there are all sorts of things that you have to go into plus locations and everything else but you can do it and I think, how long did it take for you guys to shoot it? Uh, because you, you also were dealing with timelines of when California opened up before it closed again. How long did it take for you to shoot? Um, oh. <laughs> actually, because well, I also want to tag on something else you said, Alan, but um, it actually took, I think we had 18 shooting days. Um, 
and but originally we only had planned for 12 <laughs> what oh one week yeah that's right we, yeah, a week and a half it was a week and a half originally yeah um and then ended up becoming 18 we filmed in two cities in california um mm -hmm. and it was crazy because it, it the the state was kind of opening up a little bit um and so we were like this is perfect like we can like we can shoot we you know we made sure to kind of comply with all of the covid um things as far as like the sag guidelines and stuff we were like let's make sure we kind of follow everything to make sure everybody's safe and and protected as much as possible um but it was like okay we got this small time let's do it and then i think halfway through filming the state was like, we're about to shut down. Everybody's about to have a curfew. We were like, wait, we're not done yet. So yeah. it was like, crank it out. We just have to keep going. Um, and one of the great things about being able to kind of just continue to crank it out and kind of going back to what you had said about, you know, the the equipment and, and all the things, we actually shot this whole entire series on an iPhone. And using better. It, yeah, shot on an iPhone using like a little iPhone gimbal, um, and using two soft boxes from Amazon and and another uh, lighting kit that our DP got. So it was just it was just kind of cool that we were able to you know we didn't have so much equipment that it was just like hard to move around and hard to really reschedule things. We just kind of packed stuff in cars and we're like, let's go, let's do it. No, that's that's really important because again, you know, for <clears throat> for anybody that has been on the set, you know just how long it takes time to set everything up and then to move it for another shot and another coverage and another coverage. So the way that you did it allowed you to be uh, much more nimble. That's that's great. Um, and then again, the the idea of a budget, right? So all of the equipment that we've mentioned before is is expensive. Uh, mm -hmm. Having not dealt with it. And again, it's it's none of our business whether you uh, you know you paid the actors or was deferred. That doesn't matter. But in terms of the budget for the project, there's still a thing that has to get done. So, did you have any sponsors? Was it all kind of self uh, kind of uh, you know put the, put the dent into savings in order to get this done? Uh, it was definitely self-funded, um, okay. and again, oh, initially we were like, oh, small four-person, you know, film, so we can do this, and it just kind of kept morphing, but I mean, I have to tell you, like, we were so fortunate and blessed to kind of just really have things fall into line and people willing to help. Um, our family, you know, chipped in, you know, they're very supportive of what we're doing. And um, while the budget kind of kept increasing, we were still able to, to do it. Um, and we just got breaks here and there. You know, we filmed in some of our castmates' apartments. Um, we were able to find other locations um, on Peer Space, and we were able to get kind of get some good deals there. Um, and again, the equipment, we just had to rent, you know, you know, not a lot of equipment. Um, and we had a very small crew, just a DP, uh, myself, our AD, and a sound guy, you know, so we were really like trying to cut corners wherever we could and just really worked out for us. That's very cool. And uh, did you have this uh, shown to producers or to uh, to streaming services? Uh, I know it's coming out on your website and it's also, there's another way that it's coming out. What, what's, what are the two ways that people can, uh, can see this uh, May 24th? 
people can see it through the website indemnitytv.com um, as well as YouTube. So we'll we'll kind of be filtering it through both. But at the moment, that's the only two places that um, it'll be uh, shown. Um, but yeah, we you know we we look to the future and we you know we would love a you know a streamer to to come along and you know as long as they let us create <laughs> you know it would be great to you know we welcome all all opportunities um because we we really are proud of what we've been able to create and we hope that um it can continue growing i i think so and a sorry for interrupting you ty the trailer looks very interesting and again everybody clicked on the trailer so you can watch it uh the trailer looks uh, interesting i'm intrigued i want to uh kind of see what's happening um I, I was a part of, again, my acting career. Uh, I live in Chicago, so I've done mostly independence. Uh, so, and there was the independent uh, that was also about censorships and the future and having a device. And if you don't have the device, they're going to come after you. So I was a part of that one. So as soon as I saw this, I'm like, yep, I love it. Same boat. I, I want to learn more about it. So the ideas are there now as after you shot it, right? Because you, you kind of got done at the end of last year and now uh, moving forward and you know we're, we're almost uh, into half the year. Have your views uh, on what you thought would happen and all of the things that you were worried about happening, have your views uh, gotten better and you feel better about where we're going as a society or you're thinking yeah we could have gone dark and probably that's where we're going to end up anyway uh, um, Tiffany, what do you think well i say well uh it remains to be seen i think you know i think we've yeah. kind of created a world where it's kind of just uh we're just kind of giving you a, a like, insight of where it could go but it's the rabbit hole so we have a lot more to kind of delve into hopefully as we get into other seasons um but i mean you know i think obviously like to remain optimistic and you know hope that things get better um but i think it's also important to kind of just be prepared for whatever and we kind of want to you know allow that to exist in this world that we've created Makes sense, Tyler. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, it, it's just funny because I think over the the last uh, what almost six months now since we 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 uh, we wrapped, it's it's just been interesting. Tiffany and I obviously we talk every single day uh, for hours a day. You know, going through the edits, going through notes, all the things. But every time we watch the show. We're like, man, some, you know, we just saw an article about this, or we just saw an article about that. And it's like, you know, and, and these are thoughts that came out, you know, um, you know, towards the later part of last year, but you know, September, October, um, and even into November when we started shooting. And it was just at that time, it just felt like, are we almost are we going too far? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, like we this is where we're we're trying to go, but it's just funny because I think the world's perception of if we would have said those things in November of last year mm -hmm. to the public, they'd probably be like, no, that's not going to happen. And now I think because of the just how the world is kind of changing and, and morphing, it's becoming more like, oh, that's interesting that, you know, I just saw I saw an article just about the same thing. So. You know, I think it like Tiffany said, I think, you know, we, we want the show to be left open to, you know, there could be more. 
<laughs> there's could always be more yeah but also to have hope you know i think that's the other part it's like it is somewhat of a dark show but at the same time there are you know those beacons of hope in the show that kind of steer us to like okay maybe things can be different maybe we can change this um mm -hmm. so yeah i think you know we'll see <laughs> and have there been i hope so too right keeping our fingers crossed you know watch watching black mirror or watching some of the other things you're like hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I see that. I hope it doesn't happen that way. Uh, that that leads me kind of into the next point of, you know, as you were writing it, were there any inspirations uh, for, you know, some of the tones of the show or the themes of the show, like Black Mirror or some of the other uh, shows that you know of? Did you have any inspirations or this is kind of, you know, our baby we're going out there? Um, I'd say it. I'd say it, it is our baby. Um, I actually tried not to watch anything so as not to influence, you know, myself yep. or like, you know, it's like, oh, hey, that looks like that's from this. Although, you know, when a few people read this, like, oh, this reminds me of this or this reminds me of that. But mm -hmm. I, the only show that I ended up watching um, was Handmaid's Tale. Like, I had watched like the first uh, few episodes. A couple of years ago then I just stopped for whatever reason and then I kind of went back to it and that's the probably the only show that I did end up watching mm -hmm. um, and it's you know they're not similar similarities in a sense like it's like oh this is kind of lifted from that or anything at all but I think just that kind of dystopian future um, yeah. you know and kind of what that would be and you know um, I'd say I tried to even look at just the world that we that that was that we were living in at the moment and kind of what people were saying like their fears um and kind of what was like even with the uh, immunity passports you know that was being talked about back then like oh that's a conspiracy that's not going to happen and now we're talking about them right now and so you know we tried to kind of um create something that was relevant to our world um but also a what if scenario so that that's kind of i guess where i try to pull from and just you know um also just thinking what what my fears are you know what tyler's fears are mm -hmm. and but other people around me what their fears are and just kind of using all of that to create you know what we have now for sure yeah uh tyler did you have anything to add i, I saw that you wanted to jump in Oh no, I Tiffany explained it. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is a difficult uh, kind of thing to uh, to play with because you know I'm Jewish, so the I, I grew up learning about the Holocaust and my relatives who are a part of that, and you know wearing a star, uh, uh, having to identify yourself as being different, and now not to put it in the same framework, but you hear kind of the same undertones of those who are vaccinated can do this, those who are not cannot. Well, I had COVID in December. Um, I checked my antibodies every three months. The antibodies are still there. I still don't know exactly why I should be taking a vaccine. And I heard from, you know, you're, you're listening to different people. Some are saying you should take it because it improves and it's a better robust response for the immune system. Others are saying no you shouldn't because your natural response is the best one. So when this information is kind of there, and then I am like, well, I guess I can't go to concerts while I'm trying to decide. And that thought keeps creeping back into my mind of at some point, am I gonna have to wear something that says I'm not vaccinated and I choose to do so because I already had COVID. So like these themes are difficult to play with 
on a macro level, I get uh, trying to get everybody vaccinated and I'm completely for it. But shouldn't we find kind of a better space that allows science and people's experiences to have a middle ground? I don't know. So those those things I'm, I'm worried about. But when you are talking to media, right, so you're having this interview, I am not media traditional uh, sense, but you're going to be talking to more people. How do you deal with these concepts? Because you're saying, hey, we're imagining a dystopian society where everybody is forced to do something. And we're kind of saying maybe that's not a good idea where right now in our society, we're having some of those same tones. How do you address that without making people uh, fearful of or saying that you're on the fringe? Well, um, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's interesting because I think you're you're absolutely right. You know, I think we're already starting to see the first um, kind of wave of you know, like you're saying, wearing that sticker or whatever that says. Yeah. We're starting to see it with the vaccination cards and not to say that, you know, those shouldn't exist, but in the way that people are putting them out, it's becoming this, you know, oh, let me, you know, like we used to do or we do with, you know, voting stickers, you know, you vote every year, you put yep. a sticker on Instagram or your social media. Now people are doing it with their vaccine cards. And I think that's kind of, you know, this first kind of wave into what does this look like when we, when we are trying to kind of socially separate people, you know, yeah. those who are vaxxed then, you know, versus those who are non-vaxxed and kind of those undertones of how we feel about both of those groups. Whether you're in the vax group or you're in the unvax group, you know, mm -hmm. you have opinions about the other. And I think having, uh, you know, like you're saying, finding that middle ground, having a middle ground, having that conversation to understand like, is that really where we want to go is dividing and separating people even more? I mean, we're already all separated, you know, just in general without COVID. But it's like, are we really wanting to push that even further now, you know, with, you know, people's feel bodies, with their own bodies, with their own feelings, if they want to get vaccinated or if they don't. And I think, you know, Tiffany's done such a great job, great job. with the show, um, uh, being able to kind of depict what that could look like later on. If all of yeah. that actually comes true, I don't want to spoil it necessarily, but no, what does that don't. look like, you know, later on when we've really divided people and we've made it okay to to judge either side? What does that look like? And I think Sydney's done a great job in the show kind of uh, uh, showing what that could potentially look like. And I think it's somewhat, you know, equivalent to, wearing something that says you're not vaccinated or not, you know, or you are, or you're not. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough thing. And then, you know, add on all of the political and the racial divides and our country is really going through an interesting period where hopefully we'll come out more unified and understanding of each other, but I'm not sure that we will because I'm, I'm not seeing the signs pointing that direction. I am I'm an internal optimist, so I'll stick to that. But yeah, I I, I want to see some better signs. So um, um, <clears throat> in terms of you know filmmakers, right? Uh, some people may get the idea that you know uh, independent filmmakers, anybody can just grab a camera and do it. Okay, that's yes, technically that is true. But Tyler, you've been an actor and you've uh, you've done this for uh, 
quite a while. You have a bunch of uh, credits. Uh, you know, people have seen you on on shows like Westworld. I know we we keep talking about Westworld. Uh, by the way, I thought that uh, that particular scene was very funny when uh, he was drunk and uh, you needed to snap him back into it. Uh, Westworld is a ridiculously amazing show. So you know, we've seen you. We've seen you there. You know, Tiffany, you've you've worked your way up. You've been on a ton of projects, uh, kind of behind the camera. So just because you are an independent filmmaker, it doesn't mean that you just grab a camera. You have a lot of experiences, and this is just another way for you to continue with your storytelling. So I just wanted to highlight that so people don't think that you know it's just a couple of guys doing what you know doing a little project. It's a lot more complicated than that. So yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, uh -huh. I, yeah, and Tiff, and Tiff is, you know, uh, she's a, a graduate of, uh, you know, cinematography directing. So, you know, we, that's how we met originally is doing um, her thesis film, actually, many, many years ago. Um, and, you know, it was in the festival circuit for, I don't know, what, five or six years? It just kept circulating. And, it, you know, it's one of those things yeah. where, you know, um, I think it's always great for people to be creative and express themselves, however. But um, I think for this, you know, it was great to kind of get everybody, you know, because we've also worked with our DP before and so many times. And so it was just kind of great to get like our kind of, you know, team, small team back together um, and work on something that we were all passionate about. That's awesome. And uh, where do you see this going? I know you've mentioned season one, so there are definitely plans for season two, or at least that's what it sounds like. Uh, have you started writing uh, something for season two? Not yet. Um, our plan is to actually, you know, once everything is out, Tyler and I are going to kind of do a little boot camp um, for about a week and just really, you know, we we kind of thrown around ideas about how season two would start and really fleshing out the characters that we've created. So, um, you know, we've kind of been brainstorming certain ideas, but, you know, once the show is out and, you know, we kind of see how it's received, um, ultimately we want to kind of get back together and, you know, take a week or so and really just kind of flesh everything out and and then um, see where, you know, see where the show is going to go, um, develop more, and then I'll probably just start writing again. And, you know, that would, that that's our plan. Yeah. And pitch it to Apple because you did it all on on an iPhone. And then, you know, how do you know how do you know Apple TV is not in your future, right? Because that addresses both. You you have a sponsor and you have a streaming uh, right. service. So you know, start start pitching. I know all of all of the best indies that I have worked on. They uh, is as soon as they're done, as soon as they've shot their pilots, uh, it's it's all about uh, pitching. And some of them got picked up. So uh, I, I wish that same thing for you as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, thanks uh, for coming on. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, again, everybody, please go and click on the description because you'll see the links and you'll see the trailer. Uh, follow on social media. I know I am uh, on at least Instagram. I haven't uh, gotten to you guys anywhere else yet, but on Instagram, we're connected. So uh, I'm excited. I, I wish you nothing but the uh, best. And uh, let's Let's hope this dystopian future never happens, but we can enjoy shows where we get to explore that. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> well, Perfect. Thank well, thank you. Go ahead, Sarah. I'm sorry, Tiffany. Oh, no, just thank you so much for having us on. Yes. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you, Tyler. Best of luck. And uh, everybody, thanks for joining us.
on another episode of Let's Dive In. Let's dive into their show next week. See you later, everybody. Take care.